This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. So we're holding here in the... Yud Gimel, I think? Yud Gimel? Yeah, right. We saw the Shlesh of Sonim and then basically Kitsa and Barachim. so yeah, So um, that you know, it's whatever the reason is to for, for, for obvious reasons. So here we have a heta for uh, uh, you know for the deodorant, the um, the the Gary Rebbe, the basis row was a very, very, um, A, I mean, he, he's, he spoke very sharply, Darkal. he was a very, very, you know, I mean, the blunt is, is an understatement, and one of the big things they worked on was, you know, uh, I guess, I don't know to call it sneers, whatever it is, so a group of Hevron and Bachem walked by, and the Rebbe says, it's a stinking van a kaiva, that, uh, you know, they, they, they have on, but here it says that you can do it, on the body, you can do it. Um, well, I'm probably so, if at night he has a kvias, so we say he's going for the kvias. But if not, it's strange people going out at night is uh, they're, they're looking for something. so part of the the seichel is that there's a sort of balance of all the different yanim. Anything that's yitzim in a seder, yitzim in a klal, is is um, not fitting for Talmud Chacham. Um, 
so anything which is unusual, different, um, strange, it's especially not Roya for Talmud Chacham. Talmud Chacham, Torah should make a person balanced because that's the Metzius of Torah and a person that looks unbalanced, imbalanced. I, um, there, was very, there was many men in 1971, uh, a Bacha came, family came from Russia to Israel. His name was Yabitzak Zilba. It was probably only really from family. They were Tamil Chachamim. Very incredible story. He, he, he wrote, a, there was a book about him, Elias Lisha Yehudi, to remain a Jew. I don't know what they call it in English, but the, to be a Jew. He, he was an extraordinary person, but kind of suffering all out of it. And he had a son in the Meir Shiva who was a, fen, a genius and phenomenal Tamil But, you know, he, he came from like nowhere. I mean, so somebody, there was a weird bacha in the mirror, like an old Hasidish bacha, like, uh, I don't know, just kind of strange guy. And somebody asked him, a Hasidish guy asked him, jokingly, maybe he knows a Russian girl that would be Tsugipas for him. You know, Russians were kind of devoted. So it's very interesting what he said. He said, I, I, you know, I don't know about him, but he seems to be like a different type. And I don't want to read a shidduch with a Russian girl with somebody who's a different type. He, you know, he, he, he's unusual. He's not, you know, he's, he's not part of the, the normal Seydad Var. So all of these things are things that seem strange. But, yeah. <clears throat> this changes over time. So meaning if somebody is dressed and it culturally doesn't fit the norm right. anymore, uh, he has to change. So if it be a yach, so unless there is, the answer is in the big picture, yes. Nafgeminis are, if I have a group, like Chassidim, I have a culture within a culture, so that's fine. I'm not, a Chassid that just like a Chassid is not unusual. He's, he's part of Chassidim, so it's a world. If he's a yachid, then it's sort of an Eislas Hashem, or it's in his very high madrigal, doesn't need to be part of it, Sibur. You know, there has to be some sort of explanation. Then, you know, yes, there has to be some sort of explanation why it is that he would be doing it and and so on. But, uh, you know, like all these things, if, if today somebody wears, doesn't wear shoes, he's weird. In the old days, a lot of people didn't wear shoes. You know, all these things, they, they do depend on that. So it's not so much as to fit with the broader society, but he has to at least categorize that within a certain culture, he's looked at exactly, as... Exactly, exactly. There was a bacha once in Asia Toro, um, a very, you know, about Shuba, somebody who had come and came from, and was, was a fine boy, did everything really, really right, but he used to wear, his normal voice was a bekesha, and sneakers and sunglasses. And they tried very hard to, because they, they wouldn't budge. So they asked Reb Noach what to do. So Noach said, give an ultimatum. 
he doesn't change, he has to leave yeshiva. So it was very shocking because I've not tried very hard. He asked him, like, on what grounds? I mean, he's not doing anything wrong. He really is a, was a good kid, a sweet kid, a performing kid. You know, he learned, he davened. So Noach said, when somebody walks in from the outside and is in the yeshiva, so you, you can talk to him today till tomorrow. He, he is, he's looking around and he's getting a sense of the place. In the first 15 minutes, he either feels maybe, or he feels this place is a weird place. It's a nut place. I'm going to move on. He said, seeing this guy, he, he, he will say, it's a nut place. I'm going to move on. So he's a rodef. He's basically driving people away from yeshiva. And therefore, he said, he gave an ultimatum. Like, you know, he's strange. It, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but the strangeness lends a certain avira. And there's a story of Yaakov, that's very fascinating. Rabbi Yaakov was, above all, an extraordinarily balanced person. Balance was very important to him in everything. And he, um, he, he was, this was in Europe after World War I, maybe there was something, there was um, some sort of dangerous train station in Vilna, maybe. I, I don't remember the place where he had to take a train. And there was an Avada Kebacha there, who later turned out to be Rabbi Avram Yafin, who was waiting there to help people or something. And, uh, and he came over to Rabbi Yaakov to ask him if he can, if, you know, if he, if they'd like to help him. Rabbi Yaakov was very suspicious. In Lite, in, 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 in Russia in those days, it's, somebody strange was up to no good. So he told him, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he didn't want to have anything to do with him. He, he, then he, years later, he found out who it was. And then when they were Matziah Shida from that person's mishpacha to him, his mishpacha, he wouldn't do it. He said, it was strange. It just like, you know, it, 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 it's, it's something there not, not normal. And, and he wouldn't, you know, like he felt that there was a chisar. If you're not, you know, if somebody's not, I mean, a yishuv. So, um, so this is all these things that Tam Chacham, somebody that should have a, a, a balanced sense of things. Right. In yeshiva, sometimes the, the non-conformist is held, some, depends which yeshiva is held sometimes even to a, to a higher madrid, to a higher regard. So, so you know, when, when a person is young, when a person is a teenager, so yes, teenagers are tend to be different, extreme, unusual, and, and, and a good mechanic will say, okay, you know, this is a phase you're going through. But at some point, the person needs to be in a yeshiv. So it's very interesting. Anything that arouses suspicion and makes you look strange. So this is sitting with Amaratsim at a Suda is not, um, it, it's not unusual in the sense that it's socially awkward, but it's something that, that makes a person leave his Metzias. And primarily he's Nimshak to different Metzias. 
So the numbers are important are, are an important key over here. He called over Yugba de Shisha Veshiva. So six and seven are the, the a cube, meaning a three-dimensional object has six facets, and the seventh is always in a kudem tzois. Um what does that mean? And so kudem tzois like this. This is this is a point that I'll make in different places. Let's try to describe it. Let's say you have a car. So what does a car consist of? So it consists of a motor, a chassis, a, a, a transmission, a this, a this, and this. It also consists of a car. In other words, if all these pieces are just randomly strewn about, you don't have a car. You have a concept which is structuring all these pieces to be a, a, an entity called a car. So the Nikurim Tzos would be the car, Shaboy, uh, a house, all these things. Uh, so all the different pieces, so six, so cube has, a, a, a cube has six sides. It also has a zero for the six sides. They're, they're together in a certain way. So, so the Shvi is called, that's called the Nikurim Tzos. It's like the midpoint around which everything is centered. Um, so it, it represents the, the Tzura Klolis. That's like Shabbos. You have six days of the week. That's every facet of a, of a Gashmias. Shabbos is the Nekuda, which gives meaning to the entire piece. It's a week. It's, it's, it's um, six days surrounding a Shabbos. Shabbos is the Tachlis. Shabbos is the Nekuda. This all is, is surrounds it. So the Nekuda here is the Talmud Chacham based upon the items around, or it's the Hanhoga of the Talmud Chacham? Not sure, but but the point is, six and seven represent the same thing. It's the structuring of all the pieces in a way that that it forms a, a cohesive whole. So six are the, are the sides, and seven is sort of the pnimis, whatever you want to call it. Um, which means very specific. This is the morale's keyword. This is many places. Um, everything set up there. And not al derech oimed. Marshal, the difference you can give good advice. A person should always be at peace. A person should always do this, person that. That type of advice is called oimed. Just a general klal. It's not very, very specific. It's not, you know, it's not like a specific chachma. On the other hand, when I tell you you take X amount of grams of this, 
in order to, to keep down the fever and has to be per body weight and kovacholo bacholo, there we're talking about something that's more exact. So these divachacham, when they say six things, seven things, it's not they happen to, to scratch that and say, ah, I can think of six things or I can think of seven things. They're, they're very specific in describing different facets of what a person ought to be. Um, so all of these are descriptions, closest descriptions of a person's mitzvahs and so on. Um, that's why he calls it it nemal and that's why these numbers are very critical. One expects to find X amount of sides, X amount of different aspects of of, of whatever it is. Um, so so he, his point he's making is that the six items that we mentioned are not the six items we happen to come up with. It's six exactly. Four items. Exactly. It's it's not it's not something where <clears throat> it happened to have this, but but uh, it's something which is bedafka. You know. Yes, that's that's exactly the point. Okay. Um, let's see. Vaita. The oid is here at top. Um, so there's another Nakud also about Seda Sikhli. Um So all of these it says so so the, the, these are things that it should be careful. I'm not sure what this has to do with say the hasichli. No, he's basically saying that you shouldn't put yourself in danger, and he's explaining that the danger exists also on the ruchnik level. Shedim mazik him He's sort of you know it's it's uh, what's the right word for the the, the it's it's ke'erkoi in terms of a. You know, in terms of uh, an opponent, he finds him a worthy opponent, and yeah, that. So, so what exactly does he mean over here? Um, what does that have to do with the seda sichli? Um, it, it means basically, a person who put himself in danger. So, I'm not sure what what he wants with this. So this, this is specifically, these are the different Hanhagas. Uh, okay, next paragraph. He says that a person should focus on the Bechachma. 
Alze Amala Hakshiv Lechokmoz Necho, Tatalibho Litfuna. Vacharkach Oma Kim Libino Tikra, but Slomisha Oyva Hochmish Tekikalov. Keno Kern Hochm Rakmish Tekikalov. Kemoimisha Koral Acha, Varaka Shakurlo, Mivaksh Oisiv Vichovitzboy. So, so the, the person needs to pursue Chachma Bedafka. That needs to be his Bikush. It can't be Derech Agav. I have to go to Yeshiva. Anyway, so this is where, it has to be something where the person is, is pursuing it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now he's going back. Um, he's going to explain a little more in Ein Yirin Chachma and so on. He speaks about this in Der Chaim. He's going to explain it here again. Kimasha Omru. So this is kind of a, 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 a conundrum. With no year, there's no chachma, no chachma, there's no year. So how do you start? V'sholna so um he goes like this. There's the Seder Advarm is first you have some dag of Chachma. When the when the Mishnah says im ein yira ein chachma, we're talking about chachma with a capital ches. We're talking about chachma as the the ultimate chachma, the chachma that's you know whatever it is. So um, that's that's what we're talking about now. So, but it is possible to have some dargah chachma without yira. No, it's, it's not. It's not uh, completely obscure. So he says. Um, Appears, so so let, let's let's maybe talk a little bit about this Chachman year also. Um, what exactly is the, the what, what's the what's the Kesha one with the other? Um to us, they seem to be very, very um different, uh very, very different um Pursuits. I mean, Chachmas Chachma Yira is Yira. They, they they're both very important, both wonderful. But they, even even making them um, contingent one on the other, either way is is hard to understand. I mean, like in May Chachma Bina May Bina and Chachma, fine. Chachma and Bina are both different types of Chachma, and there's, there's some relationship. 
What's the relationship of Yira and Chachma? I can understand the first part. Yeah. Chachma Ktsas, in order to get Yira, I can understand. Right. To right. understand some Madriga of HaKadosh Baruch in order to understand to be, to attain some type of Yira. Right. The and next part, I think, is not, is not so easy. So I think the Pshad is, and we'll see a little bit in Emshah over here, the um, when we're talking about chachma and whatever word you want to use for it, we're talking about a certain understanding of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now, how am I toifes Hakadosh Baruch Hu? If I'm toifes Hakadosh Baruch Hu as being like me, kind of, you know, with all due respect, <laughs> it kind of that, you know. I, I'm, 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 I'm talking about something that can be nitras and mutzag and so on. So I never will ever understand the Kaddish that way. I have it wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing, I'm talking about the wrong thing. Not it. It's not it. So what I'm trying to do is really to, Yira gives me the sense of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, what a Kaddish Baruch Hu is. And the Mela, when my mind, when I'm wrapping my mind around it, I can do it in a way that's shaykh. Yira is the appreciation of a Kaddish Baruch as being beyond Fisa. So, so, so I'm, I know that I'm wrestling with something that's etzim beyond me, and, I, and I'm sort of, you know, putting my head around it. That's the, that, that, that I think is the, is the relationship. So without Chachma, there can't be Yira, because the real Yira um, is... HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as he reveals himself, as beyond. The, the era we're talking about is not the fear that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would, would punish me or something. It's the era is just the sense of majesty of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And B'meila HaBehot Talia. Is that what we mean generally when we say Yira Hashem? According to the Maral, yes. yes, yes. The real meat of Yira is this. It's awe. Not, not fear, but awe. And it always an appreciation of, in other words, if if, if I if I'm not in if I, if I'm not in awe of Kaddish Baruch Hu, then 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 what I then I'm, what I'm thinking about is not a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I'm 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 not resting with that. Um, what So let's give an example of, of Yura and in this context. It says that Moshe Vaya Mihabit. Moshe was scared to look at the fire, and uh, as I'll say, because he was scared. It was Lechat upon him. It means that 
his tfisa in the in 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 this gili was that it's beyond, and therefore it was possible for him to the herolikus. Kolzman, my it is instinctive and natural for me to to try to understand things in a way that is close to heart, in a way that I sort of uh, understand it, 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 it incorporate it, I'm, I'm typhus it, I balabatra of it. All of these senses are things that this is the norm for a person. Over here, um, I'm, uh, I, I need to be typhus it as beyond. And, and it's, here is that tfisa. So Moesh Rabbeinu, Kiyori Mihabit, was that he deherd HaKadosh Baruch Hu as beyond. It would be very similar to the Rambam. The Rambam, he has a different way of looking at it, but, but, but the, the, the structure is similar. The Rambam says, Keita Der Chavase, person is born on the extraordinary Chachm in the world, and, he, and, and, a, and a tremendous Cheshik wells up in his mind to want to be like it. And then he says, as he's into it, and as he's thinking this, he sort of backs off. And he's overwhelmed with a tremendous fear. And he thinks, who am I, infinitesimal being, you know, standing with fate to Mimdeus? So that's the era. That's how Ramon defines era. But it's it's not just stamma fear. It's it's at the at, at the cusp of Chachma and Chachma in Saif that I'm typhus in the hair, um, you know. W- w- what I'm dealing with, this the specific tefisa of 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 Akash Baruch Hu in, in in this way is moila this era, and that becomes my perception of what's of of uh, of uh, you know of of, of alekus. So so yira is the sense, the feeling one has when one dehers Akash Baruch Hu where he's past Adam. So the Chalak and Kashbaruch was Megalitas that are in the Bria, Chachma, and Tfis deals with that. So those Mishpatim are something that I understand. I'm Oymedan, and that's where my Tfis of Chachma lies. If I, if, if Libo is Gaspa, and he tries to hear other things that, that in, in a way that sort of fit neatly into his Seichel and his Das, then the person doesn't get it. Then whatever it is, he, he's no longer in touch with Elikus. Um, so, so, so this this has saga. It says the six six ifanim with masig. Yes, so just like Shabbos, the six days of the week with masig Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the Bria, and therefore we do have a feast in Avana. We understand nature on the Rambam. We understand the mitzvahs that are nagia, but. We don't understand the beyond. The beyond is where this lies. Um, Moshe Rabbeinu, did Moshe Rabbeinu have his asaga? Meaning, was Moshe Rabbeinu in awe have the era because he understood now that because he understood that when he saw the fire that that was Akadosh Baruch Hu and he was already in awe, or did that cause did that cause him to have the awe? The, the awe is always caused by coming into contact to something that overwhelms me. 
So if my attitude towards something is I can master it, there's no euro. And therefore, whatever it is that I'm mastering is not what it's about. It's, it's when I'm awed means I'm seeing something beyond. So I, I, I don't have a feast in it, but I have a sense of it through euro. There's a very interesting um, um, a point uh, of Salvechik in, in Lonely Man of Faith. It has a very fascinating point, and I think it's an introduction. He says the bridge, the gulf between the gulf between, or the abyss between the man of faith and the man of science is unbridgeable. He said, I'm not talking about skeletons and dinosaurs, that's stupidities, that's not, not but he says, when you see this incredible mountain, the man of religion says, I am overwhelmed. I'm in awe. The man of science says, I must conquer it. And in other words, it's two separate emotional um, approaches to, to this. And that's, he says, is unv- and, and that's the, the, the point is with science, and I'm talking science in the, in the whole heck of it, sort of um, puts down as a musculation, as an axiom, that everything is comprehensible and I'm conquering everything, then, then, then I can never touch HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then, then whatever it is that I know and understand is not HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whenever I dare that what I know is the end rope of an infinite rope that leads past, that's when I have some HaKara and understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, um, so he says... That's <laughs> By definition, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not here. It doesn't mean just he happens not to be here. It, it means that it's, it's not, HaKadosh it, Baruch Hu's Metzi is not part of our Metzi. Um, in other words, there's a difference between the Chachma and, and the, the, the Dasutvuna. One is Yitain, one is Mipiv. So I, I think what he's trying to say is the Mipiv requires some sort of Chibur. It means that it, it, Chachma can be shipped out, you know, to a destination. That's the Yitain. But Mipiv Dasutvuna means only when there's a Chibur, Shekenim and Shikas Pihu, 
So it means when there's a chibur of to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's where it's possible to have. Um, it, 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 there's a lashon chazal, a moshe like a bas melech when the king was eating dates, and she wanted, so he, he gave her a date. He said, "No, I want the one in your mouth." So the pshat is because the date is the tangible object of sweetness, but the intangible aspect of, of, of the sweetness is the fact that this is a chibur HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The piv means the herring, the, the primius, that's dafkami piv. It, it, has to, it has to come from, you know, the chibur HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that chachma. So the yira speaks to that. The, 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 the havana speaks to what's there and what's available for me, and this is beyond. Okay, I think we'll hold it here. Okay. Okay, Shkari Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye.